Hi folks, Vicki Hernier, The Poison Pen. Today I wanted to talk about something very important, which is police reform that could change everything. That would be no more traffic stops. And in light of some of the recent events in Minnesota, an article I published last year really deserves another look. So let's start with one universal truth. Every single one of us, young, old, rich, poor, white, non-white, city, suburban, bedroom, rural, every single one of us has had an experience with an asshole cop. Most of us have had several, and that experience almost always began with a bullshit traffic stop. So I think we know what a bullshit traffic stop is. Tinted windows, no front plate, illegal lane change, failure to signal, speeding with no one around, not coming to a full stop, also known as the California roll, jaywalking. Okay, they could be fix-it tickets, expired registration, broken headlight. These are revenue raisers, and you're more likely to get one toward the end of the month or the end of the shift when cops need to fulfill their quota. Oh, I mean their suggested minimum for traffic tickets. We know how this works. He pulls you over. He's always alone, and so are you. He won't tell you why you're pulled over. He demands your license, registration, and then he walks around the car looking for stuff that could or might be fine worthy. If nothing is fine worthy, he asks you, have you been drinking or using drugs? When, when you're offended and alarmed, he pokes you again saying, you, know, you, you seem a little agitated. Are you sure you're not under the influence? still hasn't told you why you were pulled over. Here it comes now. We know it. Step out of the vehicle. Do I mind if I search the car? It'll make it easier for you. Does any of this sound familiar? The multitude of vehicles showing police harassing, threatening, and ultimately shooting black men and women too often begin with one thing. They were pulled over by a lone white male cop for some bullshit traffic stop. And if we really, really want to stop police violence, we need to do a few things. First, remove revenue raising and suggested minimums. States and other municipalities use traffic fines as revenue for their general fund. Why? Because unlike raising taxes, it doesn't require public vote or legislative debate. Legislators can silently increase fines and increase the suggested minimum of tickets written. And then this way, this way of funding our government must end. Making matters worse, and for smaller cash-strapped communities, these fines are often used to fund the budgets of the police departments who are writing these tickets. And this is why we have money for radar guns, but you know, no money for rape kits. 
Moreover, the whole idea of using civil penalties as a primary revenue source for municipalities is problematic. It's clear that what was intended to be a financial disincentive has now become a mechanism for extortion and abuse. Governments could easily end traffic tickets as a form of revenue raising. The mission of cops is to protect and serve. They're also support, supposed to investigate crime. Setting up speed traps and writing traffic tickets fulfills neither of these goals. Moreover, most of the cops aren't even too keen on writing tickets anyway. That's not why they became a cop. What they do like is they do like that a bullshit traffic stop gives them a multitude of subjective yet legitimate reasons to detain anyone they want. Next, speed limits and stop signs should be suggested. This is a long-held libertarian battle cry whose time has finally come. I realize that many find this akin to anarchy. However, I would remind you that most people love their cars and they love the people in them. And they understand that speed limits and stop signs and other traffic directions are there for the common good and our safety. I also know that people abide or they don't abide by these traffic signs and speed limits, whether there's a cop present or not. So, while it's easy to get lost in the legislative details of this one, let's just say this. We, as citizenry, we don't really care too much about speeding and traffic violations. If we did, we wouldn't be depending on individuals in cars to randomly enforce those violations. With the prevalence of drones, cameras, GPS, tracking devices, live stream video, there is absolutely no reason for any human being to have to pull over another human being to issue them a handwritten ticket, a ticket that's based on one individual's eyewitness judgment. Again, a structure designed for extortion and abuse. Next, stop asking people to step out of the car. Another commonality of many of these cop killings is the cop insists the driver and the passenger step out of the car. Every cop in America knows that an individual has the right to remain in the vehicle unless they are being arrested, which is why he's insisting that you, you know, appear under the influence of drugs, right? So the problem is once you step out of the car, you are in the most danger you could possibly be. Time and time again, we see black men and women politely refusing to leave the vehicle. That is their right. The refusal infuriates the cop, the bully. An argument ensues and the cop shoot you because he felt you were being uh, threatening to him. Once you step out of the car, you're in the most danger you could possibly be. You're being threatened and bullied by an angry man with weapons. You're almost always alone. You're often being kicked, shoved, yelled at. Black men are almost immediately half handcuffed. And for what? An illegal lane change? 
tinted windows. Everything about human nature kicks in right now. The fight or flight, and in both cases, you're going to get shot. It's easier to shoot you when you're outside of the car. But regardless, in the case of Philando Castillo, he was shot in his vehicle in front of his girlfriend and his child. Any cop who tells you to get out of the car during a traffic stop should be fired. Not given a warning or sensitivity training or administrative leave, fired immediately. Next, stop asking to search the vehicle. This is another no-brainer. Under no circumstances should a traffic stop and a vehicle search be part of the same interaction. You need a warrant, and that warrant requires a judge to approve that you have probable cause. A traffic stop is not probable cause. Cops need to stop threatening people to give their permission. Always do what the cop says. After all, you've got nothing to hide, right? If you have a problem with his actions, you can hash it out in court. This was the sage advice offered by a former New York City cop. You know what? This is white people fairy tale bullshit. Cops plant drugs. Cops plant weapons. Cops should not be sniffing around your car without a warrant. It's proven to be bad for your health. Any cop insisting that you permit him to search your vehicle and threatens to arrest you or tow your vehicle because you refused to let him search your car during a traffic stop should be fired. Not given a warning or sensitivity training or administrative leave, fired immediately. Next, who are you and why did you stop me? This is another no-brainer change in protocol. The first thing a cop should do is to hand the driver a card with his ID and contact info and then tell the driver exactly why he has detained him. I should not have to provide him my papers. This is not Nazi Germany. I have the right of free movement. If you stop me, you must tell me why and tell me immediately. Any cop who's insisting that you provide him identification before he tells you why you are being detained or any cop who refuses to provide you the reason that you're being detained after you've asked repeatedly should be fired. Not given a warning or sensitivity training or administrative leave, fired. Okay? Protect and serve or hassle and fine. Dallas Police Chief David Brown has it right. We ask cops to do too much. They're forced to deal with homelessness, mental illness, drug problems, fucked up relationships. These are serious social issues and they demand our attention, but they're not criminal behavior. Broken taillights, expired registration, tinted windows. These are civil statutes, not criminal behavior. Why are the police involved at all? We need to separate the enforcement of civil penalties from the prevention and the investigation of criminal behavior. Now is the time. We must tightly define 
and limit the scope of the police. We can do this by removing the revenue incentives that are insidiously intertwined with traffic law enforcement. A rolling stop is not a criminal act. And we must fire those bad apples who don't play by the rules. Laws are for everyone, including the cops. Thanks so much for listening. You have a great day.